What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage OKC. I'm your host, Fallon. And I'm your girl, Reagan. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. He is a multi-talented artist, producer, lyricist, Grammy voter, born and raised in Oklahoma City. Big shout out to that. So doing big (laughs) things for the city. And he's here with us to talk to us today. Today. So welcome, Jay French, everyone. How you guys doing? <laughs> you crazy. That was a, that was a nice class. Sound effects. <laughs> right. We're waiting on it. We got right. the budget. You should just add it. <laughs> we just got a lot of upgrades. Yeah. So this sure. studio. I, when you guys can see the new studio, you're gonna like it. I'm pretty sure they can hear the new. Yeah, studio, I know you right? can hear the audio. <laughs> No, this is a real cool studio. I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. No Seriously. problem. Yeah, you're our first guest for the new year. Really? Yes, 2018. I, I feel special. We were on hiatus for a while. Yeah. We had to regroup, really? but we back. No, well, I didn't see anything for a while. Yeah, people because people would be like, you got openings? And we're yeah. like, we'll let you know. I wanted to have like an automated message that was like. <laughs> for real, we need like, one. The Instagram DMs pause. you have slid in are currently right, unavailable. Like an automated <laughs> message that's like, we'll get back to you when we can. That may be one yeah. to three months. This anyways. is an impressive spot, though. I like the way y'all got the stuff on the walls over here. This is really cool. Well, thank like, you. I walked up and see my name on the wall. I was like, I felt special. Yeah, in big letters. That, we, that that's how you know we appreciate you for coming today. I'm special, man. Seriously. So let's kind of jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So via your social media, you showed that you had gotten an invite to the Grammys and that... You're a Grammy voter, so yeah. kind of just explain how these things came about and yeah. your process. Um, I've been on the committee for about, for, for about two years now, since 2016. We, um, I, I had an EP that, that was released in 2016 that we really, I mean, it was taken down since. I took it down since, but it was it was a six-song EP. And um, the Grammy, I, I had, you know, I had a deal with Motown in 2015. Mm-hmm. I was in Motown really? for three years, for like three, four months. I was more with Motown for four months, mm-hmm. and that's how this all of this stuff even started. Mm-hmm. That's that's when so I you quit was networking my while job. You that's when I did everything. And you're like, like, I'm going full for full this music fledged. stuff. To the, the end of 2015 is when I went full fledged music. Okay, but uh, I played instruments all my life and stuff. So I was, you know, I'm um, I played eight instruments. Uh, <laughs> This is a cool little cool. He's a cool little guy. Now, um, yeah, I, I play I play eight, eight eight different instruments. I played these instruments all my life, so I was like, in, in I started rapping when I was like when I was like twelve years old, you know. So it was like I just never had a chance to really drop everything and go full fledged for it. I was always in business and stuff in school and such and such. But in 2015, it you know I, I was with Motown for four months, and then we walked away from the deal in December 2015. So as soon as 2016 came in, I was looking to release something, and I had a lot of stuff I did with Motown. So I released six of those songs as an EP. They got so they got out there so much to a lot of ears, and um, people just someone suggested it for me. So they pointed me in the right direction to Santa Monica. So you know I go out to Santa Monica and talk to the people, and they let me on the board. Wow. They were like, yeah, for sure. We'll let you on the board. They were not going to let me on the board at first. Uh-huh. I was really persistent. <laughs> Sending emails, like follow-up yeah. after no, follow-up. Oh, calling. I was done with emails. They wouldn't yeah. email me back right. It was like, so you yeah. went to the we next don't step. know, send us this too. It was like, nah, I'm walking in your office. I'm, I mean, persistency yeah, is key. Right. I'm here. I'm in, the, I'm in your town. I'm walking in your office. And sometimes the face-to-face... Yeah. Helps, yeah, you know, kind of lets them know that you're serious, and right. it kind of like 
I think I'm handsome enough that you such one. Yeah, no, that helps too. You know what I'm saying? Especially with music being such this vast, like platform of just everyone trying to make it and get oh, it. Yeah. You have oh, to yeah. make yourself yes, you stand make out from everyone else mm-hmm. and make sure you are known right. and yeah. in a good way. Right. And just known. You have to differentiate yourself. That's yeah. true. Um <clears throat> no, but I went out there, I talked to them. We I, you know I, uh, they, they they let me on the board. Um they let me on the board as a associate member, not mm-hmm. as a voting member. Okay. So I wasn't a voter, but I was an associate member where I could go to all the parties and go to all the and shake hands and schmooze. I didn't know it was this Grammys. kind of process. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know there were levels yeah. to this shit. Yeah, yeah, there's levels. <laughs> so I swear. So I didn't become a voting member until the end of that year. Okay. And then so I, what's and then the... I missed the voting process. I, I didn't know how to do it. Oh. So, but they give you they give you everything, but I still didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't it, call. There's no one eight hundred Grammy yeah, help line. They, they could walk me through, but I was so busy. Oh. There's a there's a site called uh, GrammyPro.com. <laughs> it's called GrammyPro.com. This is our this is our Facebook. Yeah. Okay. This is the Grammy members social media. Yeah. Basically. It's just twenty thousand Grammy members. You have to have a login. Yeah, you have a login and all that kind of stuff. But you can't get that unless you have unless you're in a, a member. Can you so get you it as in the, like any, like as an associate like you were? Could you? Yeah, get yeah, in yeah, yeah. That, that's like, a, that's okay. still a member. Any, but like there's like different a, levels. So okay. it's like LinkedIn so you, and LinkedIn you Pro. Vote, okay. right. <laughs> like, none, you, you you can't vote unless you're a voting member. But you're still okay. a member if you're an associate member. Okay. They just let you be a member. Off someone else's membership, mm. you see what I'm saying. So, yeah. you, but you can't vote, but you can still go to the Grammys. You still go to all the Grammy parties. So, how many is stuff. there? Like a cap for how many people they let? Like, is there a capacity on the board? Yeah, you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. They, it's always twenty thousand. Oh, so, so twenty. So, there's no more than twenty thousand. No Which is, it's funny because that sounds like a lot of people, but if you think like. Uh, it's not because no. if you think of how many people are in music right. and how many years they're yeah. continuously being exactly. in and how many exactly. people are like that's that, one that's, that's one college exactly yeah. that's, what, that's what that is and going to a college with 20,000 people it sounds big but it's like not. oh you had 20,000 people and you just Did see we? the right. same people yeah yeah yeah. it's not it's not that big uh, that's the the myriad that's the that's what yeah. it is yeah. that's that many people it's the Grammys awards mm-hmm. those are all members well, that's really cool. So, did Some you? Some of them aren't members. I didn't go to the Grammy Awards this year. Okay, so what? Why? Because they didn't send my ticket in time. I didn't. I didn't. Um, they sent the invite. You have to go on there. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the process. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Please, because we don't. Know this is an exclusive. I'm gonna tell you. I like that. Might just do that. For my mixtape, a J French exclusive. She's you, always wanted to. I've yeah. always wanted to be a tag girl. girl. No, I need a tag from you. I'm gonna get a tag. From you. <laughs> Thank you. I need a tag from you. No, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> she so got her first gig. Okay. <laughs> this is the this is the uh, this is the process. So, and, and I had some people talking noise. They thought I was lying or something. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Can't lie about an invitation and yeah. Right. I can't. How do you? Make I can't that go up? to Kinko's and get this shit. How do you make this little shiny gold <laughs> ticket up? Like, man, he made stuff. that on Photoshop. Yeah, like what are you doing? Like it's got my name on the whole thing. But yeah, um, so the the Grammy process the, to go to the awards. I go to all the parties and stuff still. Mm-hmm. But um, to go to go to the awards, you literally they send you the invite, mm-hmm. and they do this to everybody. I'm not the only one. There's other voters from over from. In New York City and everywhere that I talk to, that are really big in their region. Yeah, and I talk to these people, and they all we all had the same problem, you know. So it wasn't the only, I wasn't only one, but they sent me the invitation. I get the invitation. You're supposed to go on there right the day after you get the invitation. They send these invitations, and for some reason, they all make it at the same time. 
the Grammy invitations all make it to everyone at the same time. So everyone gets them the next day you go on there. It's sold out in seven minutes. Wow. Seven minutes. So they just put That's you on the That's as fast as Coachella. Right. They, they just put you on And I was at Coachella last year. No, but they, but um, I didn't have to get an invite or anything for that. I was backstage with Kendrick and all them, but they, we just. Humble brag. We just, we, no, we just literally, I didn't have to go through all this stuff yeah. to get a ticket. Yeah. They just, Meech told me, come on. Right. You know, gave me my VIP. But they, this, it wasn't, this ain't, they treat everyone the same, except the nominees. So if you're not nominated, they kind of reserve the, the nominations, family and friends, for you know they treat you like they they treat. I felt so not special. <laughs> They're supposed to treat you like you family. Understand? Yeah, like I felt special when I got the invitation because it's so brilliant looking. Yeah, nice looking. And then when it comes to the process of getting your tickets, it's like I was late. I was like two weeks late. Yeah, I didn't know you're supposed to go right on there mm-hmm. and do it. And then Naomi, name Naomi Aku. Uh, shout out to Naomi Aku. She's really popular, like gospel, like African gospel singer. She's mm-hmm. award winning and all that stuff. She told me the process. Mm. She, I hit her up and she's like, "Look, this is how you do it." You know, in her little African accent, you can camera in. She's like, this is how you do it. You go. So now, so now you're set for next year. Yeah, I'm set for next. year. I'm good. Well, I'm that's good. good. I get invitations. You learned your lesson. Yeah, I get invitations every year. I'm, I didn't really want to go because I, I wasn't nominated in nothing, any, in anything anyway. So this year, process. This is process getting nominated. Yeah. So do you feel like the Grammys still hold like what's the not relevancy, but just like you've seen like recently a lot of artists have like come out and talked about like their disappointment with the Grammys and they don't feel like like, it's been getting scrutinized for not judging. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't it doesn't accurately. Some things are changing. Yeah, it doesn't accurately show what the culture is producing like right. it doesn't mirror it or reflect it like because even for SZA for instance which I think her Grammy nom for Control right. was well deserved right mm-hmm. totally but like as far as like Kendrick we all know about the Kendrick and right. um, who's the white boy Macklemore <laughs> the whole that whole situation you know with Macklemore getting yeah. the Grammy over Kendrick Lamar yeah. so it's like I feel like this year now that Kendrick was nominated again for a very again phenomenal album mm-hmm. but do you feel like all of his Grammy wins were deserved no um I'm not going to say his weren't deserved. I, there's a lot that weren't, that people feel like weren't deserved, but they are deserved. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they, they played their role really, really, really well in getting the nomination, getting the votes. So that's what it's about. Behind the scenes, it's a voting process. So, yeah. we're, so we're the ones voting, but they have to get the word out that this even exists. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so many people. And there's so many categories. Come on, there's so many categories and there's so many people. There's, there's like at least 10,000 people yeah. that are actively making music. That right. are part of the Grammy process. Mm-hmm. That that can't like me. I'm one of them. I didn't get a vote because I don't have. I didn't have the capital to push my. Hey, vote for me. Vote for me. So, vote for me. so there's a lot of politics in this. Politics yeah. and behind the scenes. Oh, and we are. You know how the 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 presidency is mm-hmm. for like a like a Senate race. They can tell everyone to vote for them, right? And it's about who who has the most money yeah. to tell everybody to vote for them more times than. 18 times right in front of the face yeah. to, to get them to recognize the name and stick in their mm-hmm. name and vote yeah. for me. With the Grammy process, you only can do it with these 20,000 people. Yeah. You can't go to anybody else. You only can go to 20,000 people. Yeah. So the Grammy, it will be screwed up. Some votes will be, I don't feel like, uh, no shade or anything. I think Bruno Mars had a great album, but I don't feel like he deserved Oh, the album of the year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No. I didn't understand that one either. I mean, I mean, did I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him on that. So uh, I, you know. Let me pull. I feel like that was debatable. I think he did take song of the year. He, he no, he took, he took, uh, he took 
album of the year. And I feel like it's so crazy because yeah. I feel like the music that we're in right now with like this weird merge of this new subgenre between like R&B and hip hop, where it's not trite hip hop and it's not quite R&B, right, right. that they made a new category for us. Like the, it's like the contemporary, best contemporary album or like yeah. non-traditional. Yeah. Yeah. And but, so, or so best urban contemporary. I'm sorry. So that it's like been, that. That's been a category. It has. Yeah, it has been a category. Why? But but you know sometimes but they artists in that, the but, artists in that category have changed. Right, yeah, and right, you know right. like sometimes they take categories urban away. Was like, urban contemporary was like roots. it meant something. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, roots was urban contemporary. Yeah, yeah. So. and you know they take some categories away and then bring them back depending on right, like the right. depending on how the votes go. Yeah, and, how, and who's in, voted in what category. So yeah, Br- Bruno Mars wrapped up because he got best R and B album. Right. He got album of the year. He got song of the year. And he had a great. He had a great year. Oh but yeah. I don't think his year was better than Kendrick's. Kendrick had a really good year. Kendrick's probably the best year of anybody there. He got best rap song. He, he got best rap song performance. Yeah. Best rap performance. Right. Now, are you? Do you feel like you like because obviously you're close to Kendrick's camp? Yeah. Are you biased with that? No. Okay. I don't even like all the Kendrick's music. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. It's the homie, but I don't like I mean, all like, his yeah, music. of course, everybody. I like, I like him as an artist. He's a great artist. I do think Damn was a really good album. And I think if there was any yeah. other album for him to get um, nominated for and win for, I think this one. Because, well, personally, I think Good, Cab- good Kid Mad City is like one of his by far yeah. best oh, projects. Yeah. But since he got hold on I that, agree. I, agree I think out of anything that he's put out since, Damn was definitely the one to meet that yeah. same critical praise. Yep. Yeah. He, I think he lost it on Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, see, that's the thing. So many people. And he lost a little bit on Pimp a yeah. Butterfly. Yeah, it was a great album. It was, yeah, it was still good. It was, I just it was wasn't. Great, it, was, it, it took the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was It's just art. he just set the bar so high right. with Good Kid, Mad City right. that like yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to go sense. to this. I have to go but this was route. A perfect, but it was a timing. Do y'all understand? It was a timing. Yeah, yeah. Was, the timing was perfect for Good Kid, Mad City because he was on tour with Drake. Yeah, there's all kind of different things going on right then to to catapult this guy because he had two albums before that people don't even know about. When he yeah. was K Dot, yeah, he didn't K-Dot. even know he was K Dot. Well, no, he was Kendrick Lamar on both of them, but K Dot he had, he had one. He was even before, that. yeah. Yeah, some more before that was K Dot. All of them K Dot, but <laughs> Section Eighty got no. Recognition. Oh, and that Section is a great mixtape. Great, you know, it wasn't a mixtape. It was an album. Really? It was a real album. Okay, I always thought it was a mixtape. I mean, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I that was like when I first kind of got into yeah, my Kendrick Lamar phase. I was in high school. And TDE, yeah, yeah. I found out yeah. about Kendrick Lamar. Well, we've talked a lot about the Grammys, so let's, let's <laughs> keep it pushing because we can we can talk about this for days. There's a lot more to talk about, but let's. So, who are here. you? Who is Jay French? Jay French, I'm a um, I'm a multi instrumentalist. I'm a um, I'm a I'm a good son to my dad. He's four time Grammy winning. Uh, uh, percussionist. Your dad has won four Grammys. My dad has won four. Grammys. Wow, so it's like in your blood. Like yeah. you feel like you have to. My like... dad's name is Brother Noom. Brother known me, he's a reggae artist. He toured with he was on he was a Burning Spear. I don't know if you know Burning Spears. Burning Spear is one of the greatest reggae artists of all time. Okay. Like, I've heard of Burning he, Spear. Burning Spear is like the next thing to Rob Marley. Okay. Like he's bigger overseas though than he is. Yeah. Here, but he's Burning Spear is the man. Wow. My dad is was with him the whole That's awesome. He was with his band. So music's just in your blood. Yeah, yeah. I mean it ain't I don't even know like like my dad didn't inspire me to play anything but drums. Mm-hmm. So my my living room, you know, you come to my house, my, my living room is a drum set. <laughs> it's a big drum set. I play drum, I'm a drummer. I'm, I play keyboard. I play piano. I play violin. I play uh, cello. I play trumpet. Wow. I, 
Yeah, I play these. I, I, I produce everything. I, Were I these want. like? Did you self teach yourself how to play all these no, instruments? No, I went to school for okay. a lot of them, but um, you know, the now I don't play everything like I used to play it. But I produce so many records that you know it forces me to have to use these sounds, these tones, mm -hmm. and these different frequencies. And so now I'm more into the engineer side. Than that. Okay. So how yeah. did you start working with like Meant to Be? Because they're a good friend of our show. We know them pretty well in Oklahoma. Those are those are those are my homeboys. Those are those are like my brothers. Those are like my brothers. I've been knowing them since forever mm -hmm. you know my, <laughs> like those are my those are my boy Delhi's like my like really like my boy Trey uh -huh. is we've been we, me and Trey just met like last year really or like a year before okay I think, like a year before like 2016 okay but we were real, we hit it off so well that you know it was like already family like we were introduced by like Chris Cutter like we, you know yeah. and then the like fact family. that y'all both do music I know yeah. that really probably strengthened yeah, the bond yeah work together right no we, we haven't we, we've been planning on where I was going oh, I was going to wow. say that we just been playing. We we every time I see him or I talk to him on the phone, <laughs> we need to get a record. We need to get a record. Yeah, let's go. Let's we go. Need a Everybody always say we need Nobody to get a Nobody makes a record. Nobody makes the <laughs> first move. But to be fair, y'all, I feel like you guys both have really strenuous yeah. schedules. So trying to get yeah. that time to map it, it out is hard. It has to be difficult. They were supposed to be in my album release. They were supposed to open for me in my album release, but mm -hmm. so that just didn't happen. They we, they were on a flyer and everything. We had to change the flyer. Like, yeah, like we, we're that close. They were still there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. We're that close of we're that that close of friends to where we're we're like you know I just we just haven't put a record down like yet, but it's coming I promise like this year it's coming just so, wait on it y'all yeah it's 2018 coming. wait <laughs> on coming. it and it's gonna be hot because I'm gonna be producing it I promise so you talked about being on like the engineering side and like making the music on that yeah. side but what yeah. made you kind of develop yourself wanting to be an artist in like well, I was always an artist. First. Okay. So, artist. so you've been an artist first, and I, then I was you... rapping since I was twelve. Mm -hmm. You know, I was rapping. I, I I was rapping. I was battle rapping until I was like eighteen. Mm -hmm. okay. Like I was on the battle rapping scene. I put instruments down, everything. Yeah. I put all that production stuff down. Yeah. And was rapping for years because everyone was pushing me into it. Yeah. Like, man, you're so good at this. Like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I was like, nah, man, I want to go paint. Nah, man, I want to go play instruments. And then I find myself writing that same night on something, and then going to a battle and eating. And, I never lost one battle, I swear to God. Ooh, I so you're trying to, to give us some bars today? Never. Man, I'll give you bars. If you want bars, I'll give you bars. Ooh, I'll do this. Say the bars We ain't never had somebody just really I do come. this. Okay. Yeah, most people are like very standoffish about wanting to freestyle. Nah, if you come to one of my shows, part of my act is like, I'll stop a beat. And then I'll, I'll rewind a verse and break it down. And then rewind it again and break it down again. Okay. And then rewind it again and break it down. People go crazy every time. So, um... That's what was crazy. I gonna ask you? Yeah. Very intriguing. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, and definitely. I think it's I started, really. I started doing that. I, I play with Erica Badu's band, not to be name dropping, but <laughs> I play with her band, uh -huh. RC and the Grits, yeah. all the time. Those are like my brothers, too. Yeah. They, they're just as close to me as meant to be. Like, they're, you know, they ain't even, they're, they're all from Dallas, though. Yeah. And I play with them all the time. I've gigged with them here. In Dallas, multiple times. So you're very well connected well, she, within the she industry. Lives out yeah. in Dallas, so do you ever do shows with her? Yeah, because I know she performs yeah. at House of Blues. Yeah, her. yeah. Well, no, I was at her birthday party last year. Mm -hmm. I was on stage with her last year at a birthday party. Badu was in last year. That's cool. It was really crazy too. I met Dave Chappelle. Everybody it was. I was fanned out at that place. Because everybody was fanned out. Sister. I wouldn't even really? like that at Coachella. Yeah. I was fanned out at because it was like Dave Chappelle, Jill Scott. Like at these Tyler. people that you've grown up with, and, and they're all you just, so cool. Yeah. They're all like this. We sitting like this. Remember we Dave Chappelle's Block Party? Remember oh, that yeah, movie? That was, that was crazy. <laughs> but so I think it says something as an artist. Not to like say this makes you less of an artist, but I think there's like a special. You can hear it in the music when an artist is 
not just a lyricist, but they also engineer their yeah, own music. Yeah, yeah. Like a Travis Scott or a Kanye or yeah, like, you know, yeah. people who have been on the production side so they know how it works. Yeah. And then when the they, pocket, they, they... They hit the pockets better. Yeah. They, 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 they understand what, what the whole... The, the, the whole composition. Is. Yeah. Versus just like you working with the producer, because I mean there are some really good producer rapper combos where the producer really helps them. But I think if you've been a producer and now you rap, you can you you just really put together what you want. Yeah, you compose music better like that. Yeah, if you understand the music better, like if you can't read, um, if you if you don't understand music theory, you probably won't understand what the the what the production side is really doing, what it really consists of, and appreciate it. Yeah, so that's that's one thing is like. like a lot of people don't. I don't do a lot of records with people because you know, I, like I mean, I've done records in Cali with Camp from TDE and all that. Real, right. real artists but is what he's no, trying to I'm say. Not saying that. No, I'm, I'm saying, just kidding. Like, we know somebody in his camp. Well, well I was trying to get on. You know, with yeah. I was trying to get on so bad last year. So I was in LA for like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with Meech. You know, I don't know if you know who Demetrius Ship is. Why does that name sound familiar? Demetrius Ship Jr. played Tupac in All Eyes on Me last year. Okay. Okay, I know the guy who plays Snoop Dogg. Okay. In that film. Well, the guy who plays Tupac, his dad <laughs> is one of my managers. Oh, okay. Meet Demetrius Ship Senior. Okay. Shout okay. out to Demetrius Ship Senior. This is my uncle. This yeah. is like unk. I just mm-hmm. met him last year in the beginning of the year, and we hit it off so well. I was out there for six months. Wow. With Demetrius Ship. He 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 recorded. He produced Tupac too. He produced Toss It Up. Mm. Yeah. So he it's like it, it goes deep. These yeah. are deep. And his song looks just like Tupac. <laughs> It's that crazy. Is that is crazy. Crazy. His son looks just like Tupac. I mean, it was so bad that at the premiere of the movie, he couldn't even watch the last, the ending of that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he can watch his friend get shot like that. Or his know? son playing his, his son, friend. Yeah. His son playing his friend. It was just a really emotional time. Like I, like I talked to his daughter every day. Yeah. I talked to, to Ariel Ship every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every morning. We wake up. Hey, good morning, Queen. Good morning. That's Queen. a good bond every to morning. have. That's like one of my best friends. Yeah. You know? Seriously. And, uh, since last year. We just really got really close while I was out there, you know, in uh, in, in L.A., which. So do you think you'll ever head LA. back out there? L.A., this is the thing. L.A. is a very interesting, fickle city. It is. When we've been there to visit, even when I'm just. to L.A. When I'm there, I love it. It's I don't like the people. Out of it and, and it's not even the people who are boring. native of L.A. It's the people that flock to L.A. Boring. L.A. is boring. To make it. L.A. is boring. LA, only people that are interested in there are the people that move there to make it. You those think are, so? Those are the interesting people there. See, to me, those are all the like some fake, artificial. There. there's some people that are from there, like the camp I'm talking about. Those are interesting people. Yeah. Everybody's not like that. No, and I, I just yeah. feel like with LA being that city, just so many people and so many conflicting personalities, and everybody's yeah. faking it to make it. Right. And so it's, it I feel like it's hard to find authenticity, and I'm an yeah. authentic and I used person. To live in New York City. Oh. I moved back here in 2014. <laughs> Okay. I just I lived in Brooklyn. and see I feel like people in New York are more real because that's what they just have to real. be. Your trash man is funny. Your, yeah, the, the, the guy sweeping the floor outside in the stoop is funny. In L.A., nobody's funny. Yeah, no, everybody. They're all they're all poised and they're trying to and, act a certain way on, and they have everybody's to, like faking it. I it's like let you, your guard down that. a little bit. I hate that. And that's and that's my frustration with L.A. too. And that's yeah. why I say it's I feel like it's the more people who move there yeah. versus the natives because yeah. the natives are like this is my city, this is my town, right, this is right. where I'm from. They get it, you know. Yeah. But, but I, I still one thing I don't get about L.A. is this: how did has it's so beautiful to us. It's so beautiful, mm, and serene and peaceful. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful, and peaceful part. looking. Like I was everywhere. I was in Compton, Carson, yeah, Bellflower, Inglewood. I was in. I was in Inglewood. My Did boy, you go to Serving Spoon? Shout Great out to job. Sean Swoops. That's my boy. Inglewood. He's one of the biggest promoters out there in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. 
My boy Sean Soups is amazing. Matter of fact, we, we did a show with DJ Quick in March last year. And it was so packed in there. The fire marshal shut down before we can even perform. Wow. Before we can even perform. It was like 800 people in a 500 people spot. Yeah. And they would, it just went, I'm, Inglewood is, is a whole other story. My aunt lives there. And they got the worst. <laughs> they got, Inglewood has the worst Roscoe's. Oh my God, they need to shut that down. <clears throat> On Manchester, I like going to Serving Spoon and yeah, that's where we ate. Oh, really? That's so, where we got some chicken and waffles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they couldn't call it chicken and waffles though; it was like some other name because yeah. I think Roscoe's has like trademarked bird and bread, <laughs> yeah. bird, bird and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, they, they the one on Manchester. I went to. I'm trying to go to Roscoe's. The first time I was, I was like, I got to eat here. Yeah, and I was really hungry. It was a brunch mm-hmm. thing. My first you know. Roscoe's wasn't good either. I Roscoe's. can't remember if I was in Inglewood or not. Is it Inglewood overrated? Was, Inglewood's the terrible one. You gotta go to one on Pico. Which is honestly interesting because you would think a restaurant in Inglewood yeah. that was Roscoe's would be amazing. But, it's not the, but that ain't the real one. The real one is on, on Pico. Okay, that, that was the that first was one. A, it's north. It's a little more, it's a little more that's about twenty minutes away from Manchester from which Ingle, one is closer to downtown? Inglewood is closer to downtown. Inglewood that's the one right I went there. to. Yeah, Inglewood's like when you're coming out of LAX. You're coming right? out of LAX. Yeah. You, it's on the same street. You're in Inglewood. Mm. When you land in LAX, you're in Inglewood. Okay, yeah. Right yeah I went to the one on Manchester then. Yeah, yeah. Manchester is like two miles up from there. I feel like it's so crazy because yeah. when people say LA, LA is so vast. It is. Because then like people be like, I'm from LA. And now that I've been and I kind of know these yeah, spots, I'm like, so what? what so I'm like, what where are you from? really right, from? Right, right. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I'm from Northridge. I'm like, mm, it's a little far. <laughs> yeah, that's barely LA. But that's kind of like Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, like when you say you're from Oklahoma City and so you're like, Midwest City, where? Nah, you're not from Oklahoma. You're from Midwest City, but yeah. it's yeah. still Oklahoma City. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, nah, but yeah, LA, I, I was so bored with LA. I, was, I got so bored there so fast. The beaches are cool. You can't beat the water. I feel like if I was going to move the there, water. I want to be like able to just set up shop in like Santa Monica or yeah. like a Malibu area yeah. and just yeah. live life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> But you got to have Malibu, Santa Monica money. money. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing is I, I don't I don't like, and the neighborhoods are like, I just I just don't get how gangbanging ever existed there. It's so <laughs> nice <laughs> looking. Yeah. The roads are so amazing. I and don't feel like so. I feel like they're small and compact what and everybody's together and it's like easily for something to yeah. So I feel like downtown LA is not that nice. It's, it's dangerous. It looks like it looks like Grand Theft Auto. Yes. It looks like Grand Theft Auto. Man. <laughs> and the homelessness problem like is so bad there. It's terrible. Terrible. Like you'll just be walking down the street. You'll just be walking down the street and see a homeless man. And yeah. it's like so sad. And nah, he's like it's so many of them. They're so like, many. They're like, it's a community of them. There is. What is it? Skid Row. Yeah, it's a community. It's a bunch of them. They're all together. They sleep. And to me, and maybe it's just because like Oklahoma City. You like you see homeless people, but you just don't see them like that. Yeah, New York City ain't like that. Yeah, so it's just New like York weird. City, you see them, but they're on their own mission. Yeah, they're, not to, they're like I don't know you. Who is that homeless motherfucker? Oh, excuse my language. I don't know that guy. Yeah. He's homeless. I, I'm just because I'm homeless. I don't have to know him. But that's but just that's, strange to me because LA has LA, such. They all know each other. It's like such yeah. a concentrated. <laughs> yeah, and with LA being like such like a concentrated area of wealth and yeah. like them having so much money and so many people live there it's just like there's a lot to me i would think they would want to deal with that problem and figure out I'll a way you, i'll tell you what the problem but they is. just kind of like i got the i got the problem i, got, what's the, what's I know the, i know what the issue is rent is so goddamn high nope <laughs> that's one reason but i'm saying the economics yes that's yeah. probably that's partly why but i'm saying people move out there to make it and then they don't and that's what happens is la doesn't have anything to offer you 
like that. Yeah. You should stay. This is why I live in, the reason why I live in Oklahoma City right now mm-hmm. is because I've lived everywhere else and been everywhere else. I've lived in Dallas. Dallas is the only other city I'll probably move to. Dallas has the best music scene in the nation. Really? Hands down, underground music scene is impeccable. You know, even better than I've Atlanta? Been tapping into Ter- Dallas. Killing Atlanta. It's a, mu- it's a musician's city. Okay. It's not a, it's Somebody not a city of Somebody at the show was telling me about some Deep Ellum is Dallas where it goes down at, stuff. you know. Yeah, Deep Ellum is Deep the most Elm has, spot. Deep Ellum has definitely changed, like it's, has become this well, life. It's like New York City. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I made promise. a turnaround. I was in New York year. at those at those jam sessions, rapping with those guys at Red mm-hmm. Rooster in Harlem on 127 in Lenox. All every Monday, I was there. <laughs> yeah, when I lived there, I would go to Harlem every day. I lived in Brooklyn, and I'll go to Harlem every day. And then every Monday, wouldn't miss a jam session ever. Wow. And I'm telling you, Deep Ellum is like that, like times ten. With that southern twang. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a little bit of southernness in it, but it's that same kind of uh, neo, that same kind of soul vibe. Mm-hmm. So, we're, so, so if you go, if you come to my come 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 to one of my shows, I have a I have a jazz band. Mm-hmm. I have a jazz band, and uh, you probably heard of them. Their their name is Simply Complex, but when we're together, it's Jay French and Vibration. Okay. And uh, they played in my my album release. You guys are amazing. Yeah. They're just like RC and the Grips. They're almost ex- exactly the same talent they mm-hmm. might even have more i'm serious these guys are great mm-hmm. and they and that's the vibe we bring is that same dallas vibe wow. you know that's the same scene that's the scene i really like came up on mm-hmm. it was dallas scene before oklahoma city before anybody knew me here i was in dallas yeah, yeah. already doing my thing you know well thank you for yeah. putting us up on yeah you, we talked a lot Ooh, today I, are very interesting yeah we'll definitely have to come back so we can talk oh, more oh yeah man i'm gonna come back here as much as as many times as y'all want me to oh thank definitely. you for sure definitely. we want to know about everything that's popping yeah for sure because we got back. you got a lot more to say and i think like this was a really good insight as mm-hmm. far as like the grammy yeah. And just talking about because I know so many people who listen. Yeah, we need to cover the album. <laughs> <laughs> cover. OGB in stores right now. By the way, we need to cover the album. OGB was conceived last year, the whole year. Mm. Every every I use a track from every month. Of the wow, year. that's cool. I made every month of the year. So every track on the album is twelve tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. Twelve months in a year. The first track on the album, like just for instance, Drive. It's called Drive. Mm-hmm. And it's about motivation and having that drive, just like January is to people. Yeah, so because people yeah. are trying to live up to their New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. They Get have the drive. most drive in January. <laughs> so if you listen to Drive, it sounds like January first. Okay, that's, that's how it sounds because that's when that song was made. And so this is all available in like iTunes, iTunes Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere. And what's SoundCloud? your Twitter and like Not handle really, on like, Instagram? Some of them on SoundCloud. What's up? What's your handle? Yeah, plug your social media really Twitter. quick. Oh, oh, Twitter is uh, everything is Jaguar J French. Everything is Jaguar J French, and then you can just J French on Facebook, I think, with the blue check. <laughs> they they won't let you have the other one. They just got to put your real artist name in. Yeah. Okay. So, so, but Jaguar J French on Instagram, Jaguar J French on Twitter. I just got Instagram not long ago, so I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you need someone to work your social, I got you. Do you really? I really do. We can talk. No, I already I got, got one job today. Don't get two. Dang. I got I got a couple people, but I can use I can use as much. <laughs> I don't have a big crazy team. Mm-hmm. I don't have a crazy team. Like I have a a, a small team, but everyone's in different states. Uh, like my publicist lives in New York City. Yeah, that's why you see me with like Respect Magazine and different stuff like rap, like Rap Fest and right. Mass Appeals. Why you see me on these. Those platforms. Yeah. My New York. Got a New York plug. My New York's publicist. And then my agent, I just got an agent last week. 
So my I just talked to him for the first time three days ago, two mm-hmm. days ago. Uh, JC Dream, the Dream Team, they work with Drake too, and they're from Toronto. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah, they're out of Toronto. Then my my manager, my road manager is in Dallas. So you just got people all over yeah. the place. And then my other man, one of my producers and my other managers in L.A. The yeah. Ship, and then Buddha Black out there in L.A. He discovered Lauren Hill, by the way. Oh, he's the guy that put the Fugees together. Buddha Black. He's on TV One and stuff too. Okay, that's my other guy. The song Zoning on OGB. Yeah, that's his nephew. Okay. This is nothing that's on. He hooked it up. Well, guys, yeah. you you heard him. Stream the album. Follow him on social media. Yeah, please do. And come to his next show. And thank you for being here today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So this was another exciting episode of Backstage OKC. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.